Well, I know lots of people are over the protest. I feel a bit that way too. And I know that's easy to say when you're not sitting right there in the same city, is it? But even those in Wellington, you know, who aren't near the CBD, they say they're sick of it as well. But then you've got those at the epicentre who say, don't underestimate the gruesome time we're having. You know, the students who can't catch the bus, the law students who can't get on campus, the local businesses being punished, the commuters held up. But for those of us for whom it's out of sight, it's out of mind. It doesn't affect you. So, you know, do we really care? And many don't care. But a lot still do. I got a lot of texts yesterday from people analysing the politics and all this, you know, rating Seymour for at least having a view and asking where the invisible PM's been and also where the leader of the opposition is too. He did finally come out of the woodwork yesterday arguing the government needs to address three key issues. He says they need to respond for a start, that they've got to have a plan for phasing out mandates, which Jacinda sort of did and didn't address yesterday. I mean, she alluded to it happening at some point, but I wouldn't set my watch by it. Luxon also argued um, government's got to make rat tests available to everybody. You know, allow us to purchase them and take responsibility for our own health. And I said this yesterday too. They should have been more organised on this front. Um, They just didn't get ready, even with all that lead-up time. Thirdly, Luxon argued the government needs to say when it's going to move from emergency restrictions to a risk management approach. That would help businesses a great deal and schools. And he points out it's naive, and I'd argue convenient, for the government and its supporters to argue, you know, now's not the time for these discussions. Since when has forward planning and thinking not been value, uh, you know, and shown any value to people? Luxon points out too much of the debates characterised by fear and division, this for or against us thing. And that's top down too, I reckon. The PM dismissing people and name calling or punching down as she's accused of, sets a tone. It speaks to a them and us camp. And for someone so hell-bent on a team narrative, that seems a bit hypocritical, don't you think? I just don't think it's black and white anymore. And pushing the division narrative of those who buy into her strategy, good, you know, tick, you're good people, those who don't, you're bad, that's about the most unkind thing you can do alongside their current Trump-inspired idea of building a wall. But the tribalism on each side is so entrenched now, the same as the fear messaging promulgated by this government, it's really hard to turn that all around when you've taken such a defiant stance. You know, it shows a lack of willingness, I think, to evolve, which is why Seymour gets points on the board for at least showing a preparedness to move with the times rather than just stick a head in the sand and say, now's not the time. Hawksby.